Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hey! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and then we break it down whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Late Night. This is the new comedy starring Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling. The IMDb plot summary reads... A late-night talk show host suspects that she may soon lose her long-running show. The movie hasn't opened yet at the time of this recording, but it currently has a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. And we'll just, we'll, we'll get right into it. What, what did you think of this movie? Oh my god, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> so you're, you're a fan. You're, you enjoyed it. I am. I, I'm a big fan I love Emma Thompson. She's brilliant. She's so funny. She played this part brilliantly. It's a good role for her. I mean, this movie, it's independent, right? Or is it... So this movie was independent, and I guess it was it's, bought from... You yeah, know, I think Amazon... Yeah, it made it made some, some headlines when Amazon bought it for, I think, like $13 million. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it was like the biggest acquisition at this year's festival. This is a, a screenplay that was written by Mindy Kaling. So relatively independent. Yeah. yeah. I resonated with this movie because it's all about women kind of in a male-dominated workplace. Mm-hmm. Even though Emma Thompson is kind of the boss. For sure. Her writers are all men. And so her jokes aren't sticking. The show has gotten a little stale. She wanted to bring in a fresh face, a fresh writer, and more specifically a female. So Mindy just happened to get an interview. I guess she won something at the chemical plant that she was working at. <laughs> and so, yeah, now she's working uh, kind of under Emma Thompson. Yeah. And Emma Thompson, it's sort of established up front. Like, she doesn't have a great track record with women. No. Um, and that's why the, the, there currently aren't any women on the, on the well, staff. And, and she doesn't have a track record of being able to take criticism nobody's really been honest with her for a while and i don't and she she's been so closed off to that um and her show is kind of in decline it, it's in decline yeah and another early scene uh, amy ryan is the the network executive yeah and she's kind of told that her show is going to be done by the end of the season she has like a, a couple months left i guess yeah this was her last season so that kind of gives the movie like a ticking clock <laughs> So it, it kind of like lights a fire under her and Mindy Kaling to kind of reinvigorate it with like a fresh approach, give it, you know, a new perspective. Yeah. And to take some some chances, take some risks. And so that's what a big bulk of the movie is. I mean, I really dug, I guess, when, you know, this woman it comes in to kind of sitting at the big boy table. Right. And everybody just assumed that she was the assistant. Right. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I fell for her. Yeah, you, like, you no, empathized. I'm not the assistant. Right. And it was all like white males working in this office. And, you know, when Mindy comes in and, and shows up, she, she kind of gives a fresh take, fresh perspective. But she's also not afraid to really say the truth. And she tries to get Emma Thompson to incorporate some of that truth into her monologues. Yeah, but they were afraid of rocking the boat and losing demographics. Right. The standout character to me in this, obviously it was Emma, Emma Thompson, a great role for her, but John Lithgow. He plays her husband. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's only in like a couple scenes. He's only in a couple of scenes, but... And you he's know, suffering from a form of Parkinson's? Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, but the scenes that he's in, in my opinion, are so powerful. I agree. He He's great. 
when he's in the scenes, you can finally see the vulnerability that is Emma Thompson's character. Emma Thompson. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And they, they have a great scene towards the end. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, I guess... We'll would, get into spoilers for which, that. Yeah, would be some spoilers. But yeah, they have a great scene at the end where it's really just, uh, I mean, two pros, two great actors uh, doing some great work. Yeah. Across the board, the, the cast is doing pr- pretty good work here. There's some drama with uh, Emma Thompson's character, but there's also drama in, like, you know, a romantic interest kind of going back and forth with... With Mindy Kaling and uh, one of the office uh, workers, uh, played by Hugh Dancy. Yeah. Is he a writer? Or yes. Is he Okay, he's, he's just another writer. Yes. So they have some tension going back and forth. Some sexual and... tension. Yeah, they go on a few dates. Yeah. There's some, like, kisses going There's on. There's some kisses. <laughs> she refuses to sleep with him, and he, you know. He's she... a little aggressive. Well, yeah, and she goes and she, like, shows up at his house unannounced, and he was with another female. So he's kind of a player. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's all about himself. Yeah. Even though he comes off as this nice... Just, yeah, just like a polished, uh, you know, nice guy, I guess. Uh, and but turns the, out he's not. Yeah, and then the antagonist, the lead writer, he's also in Veep. Uh, yeah, he's played by Reed Scott. He's good, good actor. Good. He good actor. was good in this. Yeah. Like, I was... Yeah. I mean, he, he's great in Veep. Plays kind of the same character, I guess you would say. Yeah, he's, um, he's kind of in the same mode. Whatever. <laughs> I think he was also in Venom. Yeah, he plays like Michelle Williams' love interest. But yeah, he's good in whatever I've seen him in. And he has a, a substantial role here. He does have a substantial role. And, you know, there there's some spoilers with him, too. And I guess. it's not what you expect. Right. Go, you know, going from, you know, what you see in the beginning of the movie, he's the one that's always, t- you know, because he wanted his younger brother, younger cousin, no, his younger brother to get the, the job that Mindy got. Right. She faces opposition across the board with, with all the writers initially. Yeah. And that's in a big, I mean, that's a major arc of the film is them kind of coming to respect her a little bit and just yeah, not being jackasses. <laughs> Yeah, and they're kind of set up as jackasses. I initially thought this movie was mainly going to be about taking the piss out of like white dudes, which I don't mind. I mean, go for it. But the movie kind of branches out into different in uh, different directions. But when she arrives, these white dudes are real insecure, (laughs) and it's kind of funny. There's some good comedy, yeah, with their insecurities. They're all afraid uh, that they're going to lose their jobs. Yeah. It's kind of funny. One person that's been there for 20 years doesn't even have any personal effects on his desk because he's afraid that he's going to get fired any minute. (laughs) I mean, I couldn't live like that. No. I mean, welcome to showbiz, I I guess. I know. I get it. (laughs) So, yeah. So, you you liked it overall. I did. You're a fan. (laughs) Big fan. What about you? You haven't really talked about it. I've been kind of blabbering. (laughs) Uh, No, I I enjoyed it. I I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, You know, my issues with it, are pretty minimal. There's not really a whole lot uh, that you can say negative about this film. Emma Thompson's great. I mean, and the screenplay is pretty sharp. Uh, the only thing is, I, the movie touches on a lot of interesting topics. It doesn't necessarily go deep yeah. on any of them. Even with Emma Thompson's character, there's um, some deep issues between her and her husband. And they're resolved pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah, this movie kind of sets up issues and then resolves them real quickly yeah so that keeps the stakes kind of at a minimum and you know we talked about hugh dancy's character he was kind of an issue for me uh, the way his character relates to Catherine newberry yeah makes sense the way that character is used 
with Mindy Kaling's character doesn't make much sense. Yeah. That romance doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't lead to anything. No. There's no, like, greater insight that it reveals. It's Really? Yeah. It's a total it, nothing. They didn't really need to do that. Total, total I, I will nothing. I agree with that. It makes, yeah, it, his history with Catherine Newberry makes sense. It, Catherine Newberry is Emma Thompson. Correct. Yeah. Like that, that gives her, you know, some, uh, some character shading. Yeah. But it, it adds nothing for Mindy Kaling's character. And Mindy Kaling's character in general is kind of like. Uh, she's kind of a naive. Well, poor, I guess it just, she's just kind of fuzzily defined. I think she's a little naive. We don't get a whole lot of her personal story. No, no. So her I mean, character her, her... remains kind of just thinly sketched, I would say. Well, I mean, she's a chemist. Her dad died of cancer. Right. But we don't know. I think she's living with an aunt or an uncle or a cousin her, or something. Even her home life is kind of weird. Yeah, she, she rents out a room, but we don't I, get introduced to any of those characters. We, yeah, we don't really know uh, hardly anything about her personal life. We do get plenty of, you know, Catherine Newberry. And yeah. that's that's really where the focus is. But I guess I, it's strange to me that, like, Mindy Kaling's a screenwriter. Yeah. And, and she kind of shortchanges her own character that <laughs> she gives herself. But those, I mean, those are nitpicks. This is an enjoyable film. I know. I really enjoyed this. It's an enjoyable I mean, film. Yeah. It, it's hard to, like, uh, you know, just come down on this and crap on it because it, it's pretty entertaining. It's entertaining all throughout. It really is. I mean, the jokes are funny. They really don't hold back. It's, I, mean, I mean, it's R, it's R rated. You yeah. Know, it's, it's aimed at an adult audience. I mean, it's not, like, raunchy I mean, or anything. I haven't seen a good comedy that's not raunchy. Right. In a long time. Yeah. Like, I mean, I haven't seen a comedy that doesn't throw dildos around <laughs> in quite some time. And I'm being honest. Or someone like chugging beer out of an asshole. I mean, you there know. you go. <laughs> yeah, most definitely most R-rated comedies are going to have like some gross out moment. This one is is pretty tame. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just for some language. It's it's pretty mild. It's hilarious. Right. <laughs> I mean, the, it sounds like I'm kind of like not. No, it. but this is when the writers are actually writing good jokes. Yeah, th- they're not just writing jokes because they, you know, they know they're going to get a laugh out of them. You know, fart jokes, sex jokes, you know, whatever jokes. There's a real wit to yes. to a lot of the lines here. Yeah, and you feel that right away. Like you can kind of tell, like writing wise. And again, this is Mindy Kaling. You're in pretty good hands. Yeah, uh, from a screenplay point of view. Yeah. I, you know, I think the filmmaking's a little. Whatever. Well, it's nothing to be like to, yeah, to not brag a lot, about. Not but a lot I of mean, cinematic flair here. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, a a regular film. There you go. And I guess that lack of cinematic flair it kind of makes this something where like it's hard for me to say you got to rush out and see it. Like if you saw this streaming, I, would, I say rush out and see it. Okay. Well, why don't we why don't we take a quick break? Okay. And when we come back, we'll get into some spoilers for late night. All right, we're back, and we're going to get into some spoilers for Late Night. Catherine Newberry's uh, you know, big secret is that she did have an affair. With the writer that Mendy was trying to date. Played by Hugh Dancy. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's a guy who just likes to get around. He's just, he's just going after it. Yeah. If there's a woman in the office. I mean, mostly surrounded by dudes, but if a woman comes in, he's after it. Yeah. That's and, this dude. <laughs> well, yeah, and, you know, I get... It's kind of a jerk. Well... So, Catherine, I mean, this obviously this comes out in public and it's all over the news and, you know, all of these things. And at first she kind of refuses to deal with it. She kind of refuses to talk about it. And then, you know, Mindy wants her to talk about it and she says no. 
And I think then I think Mindy leaves or Mindy gets fired. This is like the second time her character gets mm-hmm. fired. <laughs> it's fired and rehired a couple times. So it is like the big gloom of the picture, you know, where everything's looking kind of bad for everyone. I, I feel for both characters, but I, I do understand Catherine Newberry and why she did what she did. Her, in, in terms of the affair. Yeah, her... Well, it's it's right after was, the diagnosis. This was right after the diagnosis with her husband's Parkinson's. And, you know, her husband just got dealt a death sentence, essentially. Right. She had a weak moment. This guy was around. This guy was, was around. Putting the moves on. Made her feel good. Yeah. And it was only a one-time thing. And he she comes on to her again. It ever since, yeah. He comes on to her again at one point in the film, and she rebuffs him. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I mean, that's that's good on her. I mean, her character is definitely not the most likable or, you know, sympathetic. No. But it definitely feels human and, and, and relatable in that way, you know, and all of her flaws and all that. Yeah. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of like, you know, the baggage that she carries. And they have a really great dramatic scene at the end. <laughs> It's kind of weird to have a subplot so heavy yeah. in a movie that's very light like this. And it doesn't really like set it off balance. It doesn't, no. Yeah. Partly because it's resolved in one scene. Yeah. <laughs> that's the trick. <laughs> well, no, I don't think it's just so resolved in one scene. But I mean, she kind was... of. They decide to get back together. I mean, they hash it all out. They decide to get back together. By yeah, the other... after a, like a week or two of not speaking. Like he moved out. She was, you know, in the dark, smoking cigarettes, drinking. Right. But then they have this scene together, and they, they within the well, span of that scene, they decide she, to work it out. Well, she finally talked about it on the show, I think, right? I believe so, yeah. I think so. Well, no, 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 no. She didn't talk about it until after she had the conversation with That's true. her husband. That's true, yeah. But, I mean, I, I really, I mean, this is John Lithau. I mean, he was just great in this scene. I mean. A real, a real pro. He's great, always. He is fantastic. I mean, it's kind of hard to pull this guy out from, you know, what, third? Third Rock from the Sun? Yeah, Third Rock from the Sun. It's great. You know he had a career before Third Rock from the Sun, right? He's been doing great work for many decades. <laughs> you need to see Blowout, or he's like a psycho killer. A lot of De Palma films, he's a crazy psycho killer. Um, no. He's a great... Um, yeah, he's yeah. In a movie like this, you it's all it's all about the actors, and this one has a lot of good actors. And and yeah, in, in his scenes, he he's really he's bringing it to another level. Yeah, but you know, in the end, it all works out in in of everybody's course. favor. You know, they end up saving the show. It, she was going to be replaced by some jackass, played by Ike Barinholtz. <laughs> oh my god! Like he's like a raunchy like. That's just another... loud, obnoxious. Maybe how? Who would I put him to? Like like Dane Cook or or something? No, I like Dan Cook. Um, you like Dane Cook? I do. Yeah. No, don't say that. Oh, don't right. say that public. No, on, who on a would, mic. Who was? <laughs> you don't want to admit the, that on a mic. The, the jackass guy. Johnny Knoxville. Yes. Sure. Yeah. He's he's just kind of like yeah, like an immature comedian who yeah, like just talks about like you know farts and sex and just misogyny and you know and it, it was bad. He was obnoxious. He's in line. I mean, perfectly played by Ike Barinholtz. Yeah. He's in line to replace her. Like that's who the network has tapped as her replacement. And that's, you know, that's another, you know, kind of interesting uh, sort of level of tension in the film. But it gets resolved. In just one scene where she kind of makes a play to the audience. She's like, hey, should I stick around, folks? And they're like, yeah. She's like, well, I guess I will. And then that's it. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he's he's done. That's the last we see of him. Well, she she fought back. I'm surprised there wasn't. I don't know, a follow-up scene with, like, the two of them and maybe Amy Ryan's character yeah. hashing it out. But no, that's that's it. And we're we're off to the next scene. Some, it, good, it some was, good comedy in here. Some great, I mean, I highly recommend it. I recommend it as a date night movie. You want to bring your, your chick, your gal, <laughs> For your sure. significant other to this movie. For sure, Your partner, good. whoever. I mean, this is a great movie to bring, good, you know, yeah. a date to. Definitely a good a good date movie. What what grade would you give it? Oh, an A. I'll, I'll give it like a B plus. I want to buy this movie when it comes out. <laughs> Put it on our wish list, it'll Patrick. Be, it'll be streaming on Amazon in a couple months. <laughs> That's Late Night, directed by Nisha Ganatra. You can find more episodes on anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter at GN Movie Podcast, and you can also email us at date night movie podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.